0: Uh, welcome to the New Cult Podcast. Yeah, I'm
1: host,
0: and could, here's my uh, fellow co-host from Toronto, the one and only.
1: As you can tell, just he's a little bit out of it today.
0: Right fucking okay, uh, just some bullshit.
1: <laughs> but yeah, today's going to be a nice, comfortable episode. Sit back, grab <laughs> a snack, and get ready for a show. Anyways. Now, it, I, we didn't we didn't have a debate last week, so maybe, maybe we can have a little bit of um, off the cuff. Co- <laughs> off the cuff, all right. Off let's the cuff. See. Okay. Okay. What are you saying? What am I saying? Okay. You know what? I, I think I, I was thinking this, this is this gonna be off the cuff, right? Doesn't really might not represent our true feelings, but because. I've been getting into the coffee space recently, and you're more of a you're a pure tea guy. Obviously, you drink coffee, mm-hmm. too. Here so there. I
0: mean, like the problem is coffee, like causes me like the shits. So, like that's a big reason why I say, really, like, yeah.
1: I guess I guess coffee is a bit of an la- a laxative.
0: Yeah, it is a laxative. So, like like when I drink coffee, it's like a once in a while thing. Like it's not that I don't enjoy it; I just can't go with it all the time.
1: So yeah, let's have a little bit a small debate. You know, not not you know small debate. Let's do coffee versus tea.
0: Oh man, how
1: you gonna do this to me? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: I guess I'll take this. I'll, I guess I'll take the floor of on the side of coffee. I, I am more of a tea guy, but I have been getting into the coffee room. So, when you think of the epitome. Of culture. Culture. Coffee definitely comes to mind. Coffee has been around since what? Ancient Egypt? No. No. No? When, how long no. has coffee been around?
0: It was like when we discovered the New World, it was around that time we found it in Ethiopia.
1: No, oh, yeah, yeah. I know it's from uh, Ethiopia, but... What time would that be? Uh,
0: what time specifically? Um... If you want me the exact date, I'd say it's, like... I'd say it's definitely, like, past the Middle Ages.
1: Okay. But... So, because,
0: like, the first cafes were, like... Um, the first cafes were discovered in, like... Well, not not discovered, but, like, founded in, like, uh, Arabia around the time of, like... After the Crusades. Much later.
1: <clears throat> <Would> you, <laughs> but one thing I would say about Coffee versus Tea is that I would say there is a bit more of a culture surrounded by coffee. I think when it comes to tea, obviously tea is a very ancient thing, and there is a lot of cultural significance with tea. I think it's undeniable to see the influence that coffee has over tea. Obviously there's coffee shops. There's a lot of, you know, we care a lot more about what goes in and how it's farmed and stuff like that. What do you actually know about the tea you're getting at home? Do you know where it comes from? Do you know how it's harvested? Probably not. It also it's a lot easier to brew cup of coffee. It's a very mindless thing. Or no, it's a lot easier to brew a cup of tea. It's a very mindless man, thing man versus coffee. Own,
0: man put down his own hobby.
1: No, no. <laughs> coffee is something that can take a lot of practice, skills, and there's a variety of different ways to brew it. Tea is very straightforward most of the time, but I think there's really only a few handful of ways there's stuff. But when there's coffee, there's the espresso, the cappuccino, the Americano. There's so many variations. So that's my argument for coffee. What's your argument for tea?
0: I argue its simplicity is its elegance, right? It doesn't need... See, the problem is coffee came to a point where society was more developed in like various aspects in terms of how it interacted in culture, right? Like the coffee house was an innovation due to the result of coffee itself being like a unique and brand new substance. Right. You know, bars have been around since like fucking like Gilgamesh. Right. Yes. So, I mean, obviously the logical thing would happen to coffee as well, since it was a unique substance and not one. And one that was like, you know, brewing it. Are you saying tea is not unique? No, 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 listen, tea's been around so long that it's something that you can have at your own home and make yourself, right? Mm
1: -hmm. Coffee,
0: you know, there's more going on with it, for better or worse, right? Yes. And it's a little bit, it was a little bit less accessible for people compared to uh, tea, you know? Not saying that uh, we haven't fought wars over tea, which, you know, we have. No one fought a war over coffee. That's all I'm going to say.
1: Okay.
0: You're saying
1: that tea is a... Is a central essential piece in conflict is what I'm hearing,
0: yeah, sort of like that. Like, a good way to put it is, um, tea, you know, has been, uh, since it's been around longer, it's been more an established fact of life, right? Mm. That's that's a good way to put it, uh, in my opinion, right? Yeah, uh, think about it it's just of how the thing how it first appeared and like uh is what i would say right one thing
1: would, opinion, well, one, but, one thing i would ask though how far do you feel how far can you manipulate a tea leaf
0: it's very like i said it's very simple you can't uh take it too far you know you can have it cold which is a more of a recent thing but like typically you know you brew it you have you call it a day and that's how it is if you want with milk you can have it with milk if you want with cream you can do that too <laughs> But, like, coffee culture evolved from tea culture, but to a greater level of sophistication and degree. You know, with the brewing, the baristas, you know, the latte, the cafe, right? Different styles. There's there's many different styles of, like, coffee making, depending on the country. Like, I always wanted to try European-style coffee from, like, Italy or whatever, right?
1: Uh, well... Mm, well, it it, it kind of depends. Like, if if you're talking about Italian coffee, right? Um, yeah, like yeah, let's say you're talking about like Italian coffee, right? I feel like coffee in general kind of takes a lot of, you know, the brewing styles. It kind of just goes everywhere, right? In Europe, it's very popular to use the Aeropress, right? Um, and I don't know if you know what that is, but it's like...
0: I know the French press. That's
1: about it. <laughs> so the AeroPress was made by a guy who... He was like an inventor, right? And he basically... He hmm? Where is he from? I'm pretty sure he's American. But he basically invented like a Frisbee, right? A new form with a Frisbee. Um And then he ended up making the AeroPress, right, which is probably his most successful invention. And the AeroPress is just another way to brew, right? When it comes to Italy, uh, I think they're more synonymous with the mocha pot because that was made by an Italian inventor. Um, Mm -hmm. But if you go to Italy or if you go anywhere for Europe, you will find all different types of coffee brewing styles. Rather, it's pour-over, French press. Uh, espresso, there's so many different variations, and so much can have different results. The way you, yeah. even the way you pour your, even the way you pour your pour over can have dramatically different the way changes. You pour, pour, over. <laughs> pour? I didn't say pour, but okay. uh, but yeah, the way you, um just pouring methods, also the time you let it rest, the blooming time, the size of the grain, and even though you say, yes, coffee is sim- simple, that no, also no, gives... No.
0: Hmm? I said tea was simple.
1: Yeah, yeah. Even though you say tea is simple, that also generally does lead to the fact that you can't really do too much for it before adding stuff to it. Versus coffee, where you can dramatically change it off very variations of techniques, right? And consistency is a very key thing. Although you, some people might see this as a bad thing... And I think it also kind of helps you set your day. It kind of puts you in a mindset to get ready, right? And I think the allowing you to change and express it also allows you to get a much better understanding of the actual product, right? How much do you really understand can you get out of a tea leaf if you don't really have a way to manipulate it, right? And I think that just shows the versatility of the coffee bean, right? Even... Desserts. Think of how many coffee flavored things there are. Rather, it be coffee, like coffee cake, or maybe coffee flavored ice cream, or whatever. There's so many variations. But with tea, it's more of places like David's Tea that kind of mimic other flavors through different leaves. That's a good thing, but. At the same time you're still only locked to those very specific flavors. And you can never be like, Oh, I want my brew to taste this way today, or I want my brew to taste this way today. You don't have that option with tea.
0: I'd argue that's because the methods and the fact that what you can do with the tea leaf compared to a coffee bean, right? And that's I mean, these are two different like things, right? A coffee bean compared I mean it's from a fruit though, which Yeah which i'm surprised we don't make coffee from the fruit i mean
1: tea you can make tea from fruits too
0: that's true but i feel like it's more of a i feel like it's more of a rare thing
1: not necessarily especially if you're especially if you're going to specialty like tea places right like if you're if you're someone who's only in the realm of like green teas then yes right but if you are someone who's tried other teas a lot of like really good teas they tend to use a variety of different things they use seeds, they'll use different types of plants, they even use dried fruits and a lot of these things because they can get them, right? Same with, like, orange tea. A lot of times when people are making orange tea, what they do is they just take the zest of the orange, if you take the zest of a lemon, right? That's yeah. what you're getting out of it, right? And realistically, it's very close to how you would get, like, say... It, it's kind of... I was looking at, like, beer... Like, how people make sodas, right? And if you wanted to make orange pop... You don't get orange. You get a very little orange juice, but a bulk of the flavor is coming from the orange peel or the tangerine peel. Same with Sprite. Sprite has no lemon juice or lime juice. It has lemon zest and and uh, lime zest. So is Sprite and orange soda closer to tea? In a sense, yeah. yes.
0: Whoa, whoa, that's crazy, bro. Slow down there. You're making some bold claims.
1: Well, no, like, real realistically... Sprite is literally just lemon and lemon and orange zest in water and sugar and then adding and then carbonating it. That really isn't that many steps removed from tea. If you take away the sugar and the carbonated water, then realistically Sprite and lemon tea made from the zest of a lemon should taste exactly the same. So realistically, yes, Sprite is really close to lemon tea. Same with like orange that. soda. It's really close to orange tea because they li- share basically the same ingredients.
0: I don't know how I feel about that because I, li- I don't like those carbonated sort of
1: things. Well, that's what I'm saying. You take away the carbonation and all this thing, the <laughs> only thing you're left with is the sugar and it'll sell the sugar. And let's say you don't have the sugar then. Well, then you just have but just know, a
0: bad kombucha. No, I'm joking.
1: Then you just have the raw flavor of the the fruit, which would be the same as a tea, right? So, yeah. yeah. Um. So, I don't know how you feel about that one, but. <laughs> look,
0: look, I don't know, man. That's all I'm going to say is you some pretty crazy things you're saying. Like, I ain't going to be like, oh, I'm scrapping, but like.
1: No, okay. I mean, like.
0: Look, I'm not doubting your fact, but the fact is just like, damn, that's a weird thing to think about. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean, like obviously, uh, uh, something like Sprite. Um, I guess I guess now we're going on a little bit of tension, but like obviously, some. I guess it's always cool to look at the creation of how things are made because I think a lot of times we do assume as people when we see something that's mass produced, we think that there's so many chemicals going into it, right? But realistically, right. it's really easy to make.
0: It costs more to put chemicals and shit sometimes.
1: Yeah, but realistically, when we're looking at something like um, a drink like Sprite or orange Orange like Pop, right? The thing with those drinks is that they just use, it's basically a syrup, just a syrup with carbonated water. That those are literally the two ingredients, and the syrup is no different than making tea because the tea is just the essence plus hot water. That's it. So tea is basically the same as a syrup. If you were to carbonate tea, it would basically be sprayed. Just minus the sugar. The
0: texture of syrup compared to like tea is different, you know what I mean? Like is tea tea is technically
1: that's that's the thing, right? It's the sugar, right? Because Syrup is generally equal parts water and sugar, right? Yeah. If you remove the sugar, then yes, you're basically just getting tea from Sprite.
0: You know, I wouldn't mind that. That doesn't sound too bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no sugar and Sprite, and you're just, you're legitimately just drinking tea.
0: I, I like that, actually.
1: <laughs> you sounded awesome. you like, you like you're having a crisis when I first said it, and now you're like, you know what? I can fuck with that.
0: I mean, look, no one's making it. But, like, I can't have it, but you no, know,
1: people, I mean. people, people make it. I, 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 found out. Uh, I was watching some stuff yesterday, and yeah, people make their homemade like pop because they can control how much sugar goes in it. They say it tastes more refreshing, but yeah. realistically, it's just tea, right?
0: I mean, to be fair, I don't like soda in general, so like it's I, I can see, I can see the appeal of this. Yeah.
1: Maybe you can start your own soda brand, but you, you, you experiment with, like, different teas.
0: Tea-flavored soda? Soda-flavored tea? Oh,
1: well, well, I mean, it wouldn't be like that, but, you know, like, let's say there's a certain tea like, maybe you can make it carbonated. I guess it wouldn't really be much different from, like, a carbonated water, but... Um...
0: I'm not a fan of carbonated water. I, I hate carbonated 90% of the time, I'll be honest.
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that was a good debate i think we both gave our our sides um i
0: was gonna add one thing as another point of comparison you don't mind me.
1: yeah you can add it uh
0: uh the thing is like it wasn't until recently that we like refined a lot of the techniques for tea making and everything because like for a while like beer's old as shit right yeah we, we can agree on that right yeah um because it was pretty old and we just had like a straightforward method of making it, it wasn't until we decided to modify it as a result of changing needs because like wine for a long time was no one near as alcoholic as it is today. People used to drink in Yeah, water.
1: Uh, yeah, no, this, yeah, this, this story and with that is that.
0: To add about, like. Well, uh, wait,
1: can I, well, I was going to say one thing about that. Yeah, the thing with that is, yeah, like, back then, alcohol would only have about, like, one, or one to 1.3%. And the reason why a lot of times they did take alcohol over, uh, over water is that it was, Hard to not only get a clean water source, but because it was uh, already fermented, it was safe to bring around in long journeys. Yeah,
0: and plus the fact that it was, like, removed of most bad, uh, you know, effects, right? Yeah. Uh, But another thing I want to add to that is because, you know, tea served a more of a practical purpose as well because of the dirty water issue. Tea was a good way to clean it up in some ways. Like, it wasn't perfect, but, you know, it helped, you know. Whatever makes shit pass by easier, right? Yeah. So, that's just one thing I'm going to add for tea. It was just a thing that was useful for the time, right? Yeah. Uh, But it wasn't until recently that it started evolving to more of a luxury thing. Coffee, from the start, had less of a practical purpose, and it was more of, like, one of the first consumer goods we could, like, actually use, right?
1: Yeah, well, you, you, like, do you know the origin of coffee, apparently?
0: Yeah, some uh, shepherder, some shepherd guy. What do you call those guys who hurt herd, A herder, right? A herder in, like, Africa, right? Basically, he was herding goats, and then he saw when the goats would, like, graze and eat certain, like, fruits from the, this, like, bush, that they'd be more hyperactive and energetic,
1: right? I, I, well, actually, I heard something else. Um, I, was, I was watching a video on, the, like, the fruit, the actual fruit, and apparently when they found the fruit, the problem with the actual coffee fruit is that it's a very thin layer of fruit and then a very hard seed, right? Yeah. And apparently what would happen was they would try to do whatever they can to kind of, like, extract the seed and the fruit, and they found that when they would, like, drink this, like, coffee-saturated water that they would feel, like, zippy, right? They would feel hyperactive. Right? See,
0: like, I, I, I just cite like the legend.
1: <laughs> oh, okay.
0: <laughs> it's, it's a legend more than an actual account, so, like to be fair but i like i like the
1: legend it's nice that's that's fair that's fair
0: it feels plausible you
1: know yeah no of course
0: but uh, i acknowledge it's not the best that's...
1: now I, I guess i should ask how's uh i, I do want to get into the next segment i do want to talk about but before i ask that i do want to say about, ask something related to that uh how's your how's your crypto journey going so far
0: you know what? I just basically just—I don't got money, so I was like, let me just like throw this all into like stablecoin and just throw it in a bank savings account.
1: No, okay. Yeah, I, I'm, 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 am still looking. See, but st- everything's still on a down. But yeah, it's—I've been helping a few people in terms of like starting their like, investment.
0: Honestly, this is better than help opening up. Like honestly, me going to stablecoin and just throwing into like whatever fucking app. It's better than me opening up a regular savings account. So, you know, honestly, even if I don't make crypto, like, the major hustle, I could still, like, benefit on this basic level, right?
1: Yeah. No, and that's fair, right? I, I was going to say, like, um, I- I've been helping some friends, like, who recently wanted to get into it, right? And it's, like, the same with me when it comes to investment is I always tell people, like, look, most important thing, get educated, do your research, I'm never going to tell you what to do or what to get into. Um, but I, if I had to make a suggestion, I always say, Yo, if you are if you're a beginner and you need something safe that can get you something reliable, right, I always push them to, like, index funds, right? And, you know, okay. when they ask me about stocks, I always say, like, that takes time, right? I, I don't recommend stocks to new people because generally if you're new to stocks, you don't have the patience for it. And you don't and, have the, like, the
0: you, gotta, you gotta like you know some people some people with stocks they don't give a fuck. They just they come back once a month and they look and they're like oh it's down. Oh I'll come back later. <laughs> oh it's up, Yeah. Like,
1: like
0: you like like stocks is just something you just gotta have the right headspace more than anything. Forget the tips. Just have you just gotta be chill.
1: Yeah, no, and that's the thing like I try to tell them like, yo, um you need um like I rarely tell people going to stocks for two reasons is one, it is more of a gamble, right? And two, it, it you do need to, that takes so much more reading and understanding and it's a lot more active, right? Most like the reason index funds are good for beginners is that they're generally safe. Like every investment has risk, but they're generally safe. They're you know, they're time tested, and there's something that you put in and you can just check on every here and there stocks are not like that stocks are a very active thing you need to know how the market is doing and when you're in a mindset where you kind of need to know what's going on in the world on every single aspect or how one thing could affect another thing that could be a lot harder on a person Especially when you have money, where some people put in their whole livelihood on the line. <laughs> it's, it's way too much. And that's why you need, to, you need to not only be like mentally prepared, but you also need to develop a little bit of patience for it. And I think anyone who does go into stocks either needs to start off with a little bit of money or whatever they're willing to lose, but still try to understand that this is not something that is like a get-rich-quick scheme. You need to do your work and you need to do your research. And if you do that, you can come out with substantial gains. That's like the whole goal with stocks. It's You can make a lot of money. You can make a whole shit ton of money. But you could also lose a lot of money if you're stupid with it.
0: Get ready to lose everything you know and love.
1: <laughs> next thing you know, your family members are getting kidnapped, and it's like, what happened?
0: How could this happen to me?
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, the next thing I wanted to talk about was the recent crypto scams.
0: Oh my god! You know, I, okay, you know, I know you say like, oh, Jesse, social media uh, influencers, you know, it's not that evil. But you, you, this is the dark side of that. Can yeah,
1: come that? on. Okay, to be fair, I, I've I've always said it. If if Rice comes involved in something, you probably should just move away.
0: Or the Paul brothers.
1: I wouldn't say as much with them. Like I, I like they 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 can be problematic, but like.
0: I'd say recently they've been scamming people. They've been on the like uh like was it phase was it was it a phase or is it like optic.
1: It was members of Phase, but it was outside the separation. Um, turns out one of a manager might have been like one of the main like kingpins of it. But yeah, that's fucked up, bro. But yeah, it, op, the Phase had nothing to do with it. Phase had nothing to do with it. it yeah, was, one,
0: somebody, no, not seeing Phase, but like one member, right?
1: No, it was it was like three members: Rice Gum and uh, Instagram model
0: these hoes <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah
0: goddamn these people gotta chill like you can't do this to my homies yeah these little kids too that's the fucked up part to me i don't know coding with a one percent keyboard oh sorry no worries it's just like yeah god you are you guys are crazy man you can't do this to like kids i mean they are doing kids.
1: they're already doing it to the kids the, the, that's the thing too why would you name it Save the Kids that's just like you didn't have to you didn't have to name it Save the Kids
0: you purposely preyed on like the children that's the thing that pissed me apparently,
1: off but apparently the, the, the person who's mainly behind it all like the mastermind too might be Sam Pepper I thought he had his
0: redemption arc. What?
1: No. Apparently he's, like, one of the biggest, like, scums out of everything.
0: I don't know. Like, uh, I mean, if you grow up, in girls have a good look. That's all I got to say. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Man's a dirt. Man's or dirt.
1: You, you be dirt. But yeah, the what I don't I don't like I I don't understand the people who are like who are willing to like betray people's trust just to like get some money right just like, just,
0: just 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 for a grift right
1: The thing is, like, you have to understand there's there's so much things around money where you have to understand like uh, it can come back to you and it's not worth going to prison for like what's like two, Actually, four or five months with people's money before they, you know, the police come for you, right? It's not, it's not worth it.
0: When the Fed get involved, they would be like, oh, bro, I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs>
1: that wasn't me, I swear. I My swear, what, I didn't do My that. dog tweeted it out.
0: Bro, I swear, you know, no, they do an apology, they bring out the dog, it's like, oh, buddy, look what I look what happened, buddy, I don't know what's going on, buddy.
1: Oh no. <laughs> I don't know how am I gonna do this.
0: I... <laughs> like do they can't you know the worst? I don't know what pisses me off. The fact they scam everyone or their apologies are like the most disingenuous shit I've ever seen.
1: Yeah. So... Don't believe the lies that people have been saying about them. <sighs> Whatever these people are doing, it's like, yo, what do you mean? You This isn't the first coin. There's like so many other ones you did.
0: Look, I mean, like, if it's not okay, the best way to put it is like, <laughs> if someone tells you to buy a stock, and if it's not on the TSX or the NYSE,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, if it's not any, uh, if it's not on any fucking official exchange, and some fucking influencer is telling you. First of all, I don't know why the fuck we listen to influencers in the first place. Why Why listen, Why listen? ever listen to an influencer? I've never listened to an influencer in my life.
1: I mean, I, I think it depends on where their background is. I think that really matters, right? Like, if the influencer's background isn't in finance, finance you probably shouldn't be listening to them.
0: Okay, Graham I'll listen to, but Graham like, has been like... No,
1: influencing- but that's, that's what I mean, right? It's like, when this department influencers is such a broad term but like influencers all come from a certain background right and it's kind of like you know you kind of have to understand that like if you're an influencer um like it, there's nothing wrong like there's nothing wrong listening to an influence right if if you're watching someone who's like a very big artist and they're giving you tips yeah listen to them right okay um, right. When it comes to finance, realistically, why would you listen to someone who doesn't have a strong financial background, right?
0: I mean, okay, you know, a good example is an influencer who um, scammed her audience was like Gabby Hanna.
1: Did she? What happened?
0: So basically, she sold these, like, she basically did a promotion for these brushes and makeup kits, right? Yeah. And you would assume this woman would be good at it, right?
1: I wouldn't I, assume that. Would
0: know, no, okay, you would know, you'd assume she was selling something legitimate, not something shit, right? Yeah. And these brushes were complete trash and garbage and overpriced, right? And some of them were just Alibaba, uh, like like uh, from Alibaba, straight up lifted from there, right?
1: Oh, so she was just drop shipping.
0: She wasn't drop shipping because she said she wasn't involved. She was just promoting someone else who was drop shipping. Oh, okay. But, like, you know, this disingenuousness uh, and that fucking scamming, right? Going on. But this bitch is crazy in a whole other way. Yep. <laughs> that song is if you know the stories about her, you know she's crazy.
1: She no, she is. She is.
0: <laughs> so you know.
1: Yeah, no, I know, I know.
0: <laughs> but like, she did that. Like, it's it's the fact is influencers don't seem to have a certain level of discrep, like not discrepancy, like a certain level of candidness or openness or transparency with their audience. And a lot of times they will put their things up. Like BetterHelp was a good one. How many people put up for BetterHelp?
1: Oh yeah, BetterHelp's still around.
0: It is around, but what's your? But do you think it's as certified as, as people pretended it was?
1: Um, I think the thing with the whole better help thing was, at least from my understanding, is like it was it was bad, right? Real bad. But it wasn't like it wasn't necessarily that the website itself was like disingenuine. It was the fact that there were ways of like scanning or screening people to work for them didn't come with the best results so you did have people who were legitimately good but you also had people that were legitimately bad right so i i think i do feel like in some aspects the whole better help thing was kind of blown out of proportion because people made it seem like this was a complete like scam and a complete like Shit service that wasn't the case. There were people out there who were getting help through better help. Unfortunately, some people were getting linked with people who were legitimately like bad or weren't qualified to be there. And that's the problem, right? I think someone showed that there was like a kid who was like 14 who was able to like just make an account and they were able to be on the site, right? Like that's that's a problem with better help, but um there were still people out there that were like good people and I think they've they've redone and i kind of done like a soft launch since then. So it is something that still comes up. It's still it's still something that I see people get sponsored by and apparently they, they have gotten a lot better. Um, but it, it wasn't as bad as people say. It had it it there were there was definitely a bad side but it wasn't completely bad and dishonest. They had a it was more like they had a fundamental core problem Right, not that the whole thing was like illegitimate, right? And luckily enough, for at least from what I've heard, um, that core problem has been solved. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Okay, fair enough. But that was a problem you you could agree to an extent. And yeah, no, it was. It was. They a should problem. have done a bit more research. Would, is is that a fair thing to say as well?
1: Uh With better help. Yeah. Wait, who should have like the people who like, got involved or? i'd say the people who promoted it the people who
0: who like like you have to use the service to know if it's good or bad yeah yeah, yeah. like i feel like a lot of these people did not necessarily use it
1: i I think i think the i think what happened with that though well there were people who did use it right um but i think like in terms of influence there were influencers that were using it but i think what kind of happened was it had good reviews it had it was pretty popular but as it got more popular and as more people tried going on it and with bad skiing, screening practices, bad stuff starts showing up really, really early. It's kind of like when you're, when you're new and you're starting something up with f- like friends and family and you're able to get the best of the best. And the more you expand, the lower quality things tend to get unless you start really tightening up things. I think it was just a case of that, of expanding but not being able to keep up with quality. I think that was more of the case. So I don't really put the blame on the in, on like the influence on that because I feel like that was just a case of like it was good before it started blowing up.
0: I don't know about that. I feel like that's giving it too much credit.
1: Well, that's the thing. Prior to it, it did. It was a good program, but I think when you have to understand when it started up, it didn't have that many people on it. It had professionals, but it didn't have that many professionals, right? So mm-hmm. when they were promoting it. It didn't have that many people but as it got bigger and bigger more people were able to sign up and i think it went from having like like less than like 20 to 30 people that were there to help to having hundreds because when you have people who's putting their art like throwing this to the audience of millions of people and you have a very small team well you have to expand and from there you're you're probably accepting people faster than you can supply, and people get in who shouldn't, and that's when you have those problems, right? I think that's very clear from what happened, at least from my understanding, because when the better helps thing happened, it was really bad, but I think when people looked at it a lot more subjectively and kind of understood what was going on, they are like, okay, it was... Because it, this happens in businesses a lot. I don't think it's really far-fetched, because, like, when you start off In a mom or pa restaurant or whatever, and you start expanding, and you're hiring new people, and you just need people to fill up roles, you're not always going to start hiring the best people, and slowly and slowly you're going to, you know, get worse and worse and worse, and you do get this downgraded quality. That's something why, you know, screening people is so important with a lot of jobs, because they want to get the best people, or at least competent people, and that's not always what happens. hmm right so again that's, at least again this is just what i've i've heard right and if BetterHelp was as bad as people initially said it wouldn't be around right now yeah right it, it clearly
0: like mind you like i have no beef against it i'm just bringing this up as a good example that i thought was relevant
1: Yeah. No, again, I'm just saying I I wouldn't put any blame on necessarily influencers because I do feel like when it was on everyone's video and everyone was like promoting it, this was when a company was much smaller and it grew bigger and bigger and bigger. I think a good example is Netflix. Remember, Netflix used to sponsor pretty much every YouTube video and you could see how much bigger it grew from now being one of the biggest companies in the world, right?
0: It's a household name, I could say now.
1: Right. Yeah. Back. I... Yeah. Back then, it was literally extremely small. It literally was on every every YouTuber I saw was sponsored by Netflix.
0: Netflix don't sponsor nobody no more. No, they don't
1: because no, they, they don't need to, right? But they got so many people signing it's... up to Netflix that yeah. And now, when it comes to like, you think of how many streaming services there are, Netflix is still there at the top of like holy shit that you know, they're
0: also funding like. Uh... It's funny how they're funding their own studios and shows
1: now. Oh, well, yeah. The, that started... When they when they made their first show, that was like... Uh, I think it was like, what? House of Cards? It was like three yeah. shows. And that was like a long time ago. And that was such a big thing, right? Because they weren't expecting Netflix to do that. And now Netflix literally buys licenses and promotes that? their own shows like Left and Right. Like, they make so many of their own stuff now.
0: What happened to House of Cards after Kevin Spacey was... Fucking touching those
1: kids. <laughs> I, I never watched House of Cards. I just I just know that it was like the big like Netflix show that everyone was like holy shit. I
0: thought shit. it was Orange was the new black was
1: the biggest one. Orange and the New Black is after House of Cards though. I'm talking about like like when they started making their own stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was like, how do you watch it? Oh, only on Netflix. Right. And then they realize how many more people they can bring in if they just make good shows. And I know no. it's an orange is the black. Okay.
0: Netflix originals is a meme, and you know it.
1: <laughs> there are some. There are some good Netflix originals.
0: No, no, I'm not saying there's not good ones, but you know, sometimes it's just their originals are just them licensing some things for exclusivity, or, yeah. or, there's just something that's just like this is just trash, dog. Why did you fund? Why did you?
1: Why did you make? <laughs> Why did you produce this?
0: Yeah, like. The Netflix original is a meme to an extent.
1: Okay, well, maybe maybe when I mean good, I guess I would say if you make something that people say is good, people are going to want to watch it, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I it's mean, gonna get people. Well, people, people like uh, boot up Disney Plus just for Mandalorian, then cut when it's over. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, no, nah, because after it was like think about that Mandalorian, right? And then everyone started talking about Wandavision, so everyone's like, okay, let's stop on Wonder Wandavision. I didn't
0: about WandaVision. I just came for the Mando and I left for the Mando.
1: Yeah, and then they had um, well, they had Mandalorian and they had Mandalorian Season 2, WandaVision um, Falcon and then Reese. right now they have Loki, which apparently just ended.
0: I don't care about Marvel now. I, it's peaked. It has nothing for more to say, in my opinion.
1: It peaked. There's no more to see.
0: I mean, there could be something nifty once in a while, but like the issue is like what do, when you reach a pinnacle like that, what do you do afterwards? What are you going to say? What could you offer at that point, right?
1: I think it depends on you. What, what's your limit?
0: But that's the thing, though. I don't want to just mindlessly, mindlessly throw time at something, right? Like, The Mandalorian, I like because it was something, like, different in terms of a lot. Of, I don't know. Different? It felt, like a, it felt like a cowboy movie, which, mind you, we haven't seen any cowboy things in a while, right?
1: Netflix, Cowboy Bebop. Don't worry. It's coming <laughs> soon. I
0: don't know. yo Chill. chill. Uh, it felt like a cowboy story in Star Wars, and that was cool. It's like, seeing a Star Wars show is weird, because that's the first time it's ever happened, right? Okay, no. My bad. Live-action Star Wars show. I forgot the Clone Wars existed.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. But um, Clone
0: Wars is different, though. Clone Wars animated.
1: Yeah, but you can't, You also can't really deny that their their production value is insane. No, they can't it, afford it.
0: They got money to throw. That's why they can make garbage and just walk away like it's not a big deal. But, like, it's not like, it's not like when, like, once in a while, when one Amazon original blows up and it becomes, like, decently popular.
1: That's fair. I actually do enjoy some of the Amazon originals, though.
0: Everyone, everyone, the only two that I know are, like, Invincible and, like, The Boys.
1: Yeah, I've seen Invincible, I've seen The Boys. Utopia was okay, um what's the other one? Panic was okay, kind of a shitty ending.
0: This man's like, yeah, you know, I don't know if I'm feeling it hundred percent. Amazon, I don't know if I like you.
1: The one with um Michael B. Jordan was pretty nice.
0: Yeah, movie <laughs> the Tom Clancy
1: movie. Oh, I was kind of funny though, I'm not gonna lie. It was pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> it, you know- it was fucked up, but it's kind of funny.
0: You know, I'm the type of guy who looks for, like, shitty movies.
1: <laughs> oh, no.
0: Like, when I found out they had Seagal movies on there, I was shit- I-, I lost my mind.
1: Wait, Steven Seagal? Yeah. Oh, shit.
0: <laughs> you know, there's this movie called uh, General Commander. Now, I want you to figure out what's wrong with that title.
1: That's two different ranks.
0: No, but what happens if he's a general commanders or just a general commander.
1: <laughs> well <laughs> well.
0: <laughs> you know what I, mean? you yeah. see what I mean? You see what I fucking mean? My friend was like cheese because he's like bro, I don't get the fucking title bro. I don't get the fucking title bro. I don't get it. I don't get I don't get it. But yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah uh, hopefully actually I was gonna ask you um, are you actually wait, wait, I have a question what, what, are, what are your predictions to the, the the that like recent persona thing think we're gonna get anything special
0: I think we might get a spinoff I don't think they're gonna know it's p6 so soon
1: they said they're developing the thing is they said they're developing it so I don't know what we we what, what we would or will not get um it is very popular yeah, for like big fr- wait. wait, wait like, I'm just, still talking. I'm still not talking. Bad, not, not bad, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it is very popular for uh like big franchise. like when a franchise kind of takes like a break when they make that big hit, they do end up making more. Um obviously I think them developing Persona Six was a given. Um, they said they have seven reveals, so I don't know what that could be. Um, because it's apparently pr- Persona. I could see them maybe. If I had to make predictions, right? My personal predictions. Persona. Innocent Sin remake? <laughs> well, not a remake. I think they would just put it on, like, the Switch or something, right? Or on PC. Uh, Sega's definitely been making a lot of notes of PC. Persona, fi- dude. Yo, f- fuck all those people who keep saying. Dude, every time Atlas posts, bring Persona 5 on Switch, you're losing money. Dude, the Switch cannot fucking play Persona 5. I'm sorry.
0: Okay, look, bro. Twitter, Twitter, people on Twitter, like, no offense. Twitter, people on Twitter are retarded. Can
1: I say that? It's not even Twitter. It's everyone. It's even on fucking YouTube. Dude, I'll be watching, like, the. I'll I'll be watching, like, every day Atlas has been, like, revealing, like, a new demon for SMT5. And there's still people in the fucking comments saying, yo. Persona Five on Switch when?
0: I don't give a shit at Persona Five. I have a PS4 already. I can go play P5 whenever the fuck I want. I yeah,
1: my, to- my my only okay, my thing about Persona Five on Switch, like people need to understand. People are saying so. The one argument I saw, and this is what I know, like someone has just got into fucking Persona, is when they're like, "Well, look, they put Persona Five Strikers on the PC and on the Switch, so clearly." they're okay putting the game on those consoles the problem with that fucking shit is that if you look at persona's timeline they never left playstation realistically they never left playstation right the only the only example of them ever leaving playstation is persona 4 golden and the reason they did that is because the the ps vita was a failing console even if persona 4 golden was one of their best selling you forget uh, even in right?
0: the dark age, when they left SMT for like PlayStation for a little while, but then came back eventually for Nintendo.
1: Yeah, SMT4 was on thing, right? But I'm talking about Persona specifically has always just been PlayStation, right? Nocturne finally returned to Nintendo. The reason <laughs> the, <laughs> the reason the argument is really stupid for Persona Strikers being on other consoles, that means that a mainline game will come is you gotta, you gotta understand this. One, if you think Persona strikers is the first, like, Persona game to come out on a different console, you're stupid. I, like, no one, like, I know it might be a meme, but Persona 4 Arena literally had its biggest player base on the Xbox 360. Majority of the players on that game were on the Xbox 360. Almost no one, like, people played it on the PlayStation, but it's big. Like, think about that. The biggest install base per, for Persona 4 Arena was the Xbox 360.
0: I'm surprised that Xbox fans actually gave a shit about Persona.
1: Dude, you could you could play fucking. Well, it was a fighting game, right? Fighting oh, game yeah. fans, right? There's no, there's no real. Like, when it comes to consoles, there's no real like fan base, right? Like, if you like a game, you like a game. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um. You could find Japanese players... Think about this. You could find Japanese players on Persona 4 Arena on Xbox. Let that sink in. Dude, the Xbox 360 was dead on arrival <laughs> in Japan, and they were still playing it on on uh, the Xbox 360.
0: I'm convinced the only reason why Japanese dubs made Xbox 360 games is just because so they could have Western fans.
1: <clears throat> but, um...
0: Because I know from software, uh, always made their games on like 360 when uh, the 360 generation came.
1: Yeah, that's fair. But like, even
0: Souls. I don't know why that was exclusive.
1: Because Sony paid. Like, I, like <laughs> that's that's literally why people get exclusive. So people buy their consoles. Yeah. That's um, true. Right. And here's the thing. Imagine yeah. if
0: Dark Souls was exclusive. That'd be fucking crazy.
1: But, but. I don't think they would, but, like, wh- what I want people to understand is, like, look, when Persona 6 comes out, do you really think that Sony is going to make their time-long exclusive on, another con- like, another console?
0: No, of course not. It they makes- will
1: probably be like, hey, Atlas, we'll pay for some of the cost to make Persona 6, and they'll want that because they know that it would sell. Right? Yes, you guys got strikers, but if you're expecting Persona 6 to come out, it's it probably yeah, strikers will not. is
0: not like a full series production, right? With all it's the a all spinoff.
1: Things. It's a spin-off. No, so it's,
0: like, don't it's, take it's, as much it, effort as people, it, people. Oh my god, Spin-offs don't take as much effort as people think they do.
1: Well, that's the thing, right? And like you, you have to kind of be okay. You need to kind of understand this too. Is if you're looking at all the Persona game spinoffs, how many of them are actually made by Atlas? Persona is wow. made by Atlas. Persona 4 Arena isn't made by Atlas. Persona, I think the only ones made by Atlas is Dancing All Night. Because Striker <laughs> isn't even made by Atlas. None yeah, of good. the spinoff games are made by Atlas. I don't know why people don't like. You know, just I Just give a bit of, remember, little bit to think about that.
0: I just fucking remember that Strikers was a fucking Tecmo-Koei thing
1: because it's a Warriors game. Yeah, it wasn't made by Atlas. Arena is made by Arc System Works. Q, yeah. I forgot the company, but it's not made by Atlas. They're like Those spin-off games are not made in-house. Like, you
0: know, the funny thing <sighs> about uh, Persona Q or Labyrinth, right? Yeah. It could have been just made by some other studio in Atlas, but just not... You know.
1: Wait a minute. Persona Q was not made by Atlas.
0: I'm retarded. No, I forgot Atlas makes Etron Odyssey and Persona. Yeah. I forget that they're I forget they make two series that torture me. Oh whatever. <laughs> yo, yo, Odyssey, Persona a collab when?
1: Actually I was gonna say I've been looking more into like um <laughs> some shit with uh, SMT. Um, cool. Like it's it's pretty funny, but like I was looking at like a power tier list, right? And there's one character from Strange Journey, the fucking space marine, who's apparently on the same level as fucking God, like stronger than any ever, like pretty much any other character. You gotta realize,
0: you gotta realize that this is running on Gnosticism. So like God, what we think of God, is actually not the most powerful being in the universe.
1: Well, yeah.
0: So, like, technically there's a God above God, but we don't talk about that God. Well,
1: we it, not, in, not in not the SMT universe. In SMT, there is just God.
0: No, 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 no. That's, I don't want to say his name because that's going to be disrespectful to, like, worshipping people, right? But it's like, you know, like... SMT? Abraham, huh? Yeah. Because, like, the God they reference in, like, SMT is, like, the, the Abrahamic God
1: right it's you're you mean oh you you mean yh that guy
0: yahweh right yeah right he's because okay like let me give you a basic primer in like gnosticism and how it applies to smt so basically there is supposed to be like a higher consciousness that's you could, could consider a god but like it has no name or idea and it's supposed to be the universe itself and technically the Abrahamic deity—I mean, God—Yahweh is just a fraction, a split-off fraction that just made the universe, right? Well, yeah. not made the world, but the whole—the the whole thing about existence is is a fucking.
1: Well, in, me- I was gonna say in SMT, it's there's like the, what's it called, The Antics or whatever it's called. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Personally, like the other side, and then there's God, right? Like, again, like when I'm when I'm saying this, I'm I'm specifically just speaking on. Yeah, SMT. Yeah. Right, I'm not. I'm not talking about like any other like religion. Like I know it's very like
0: it's very logically
1: like based, but I'm I'm just talking about like in SMT, there is like one the
0: axiom.
1: Yeah, the axiom. Right, in a tier list, right, the guy who's on the same level is literally just a guy with a gun, the Space Marine.
0: Look, that man went into like the literal. Okay, you don't know what that man went through. <laughs> stronger
1: than Lucifer, Satan, stronger than all these people, stronger than Demi Fiend. Dude, Demi only considered like fucking like B tier in strengths, right? All these other people. And then at the top is just a normal guy. No no real powers, just the guy with the gun. And people, and, and, and like when they're explaining the tier list, they said it's not necessarily that he's stronger. But because it's kind of more of you know game mechanics, and because he had the opportunity to fight this person, and because they beat them, therefore he's you know stronger, right? So a lot of it, a lot of the tier list isn't like how strong they actually are. It's more of a what they opportunity, yeah, more of an opportunity to fight.
0: Yeah, see, like technically, in like Nocturne, the Demi Fiend would go on to fight God, but he doesn't fight God. He just Oh,
1: oh, no, 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 yeah. Well, he fights, um, Kagetsuchi. Yeah,
0: he fights Kagetsuchi. And Kagetsuchi
1: is kind of like, uh... Stronger than Lucifer. Well, the thing thing with Lucifer and SMT, it's, like, really hard to gauge his power. And Mm -hmm. one thing, too, is that a lot of people think that SMT5 is, um people think SMT5 is a sequel to Nocturne, and where Lucifer's army actually like, took down, like, um, God? Oh. I I don't even even think it's Kagetsuchi. I think he, yeah, he took down, like, actual, like, God, and then it's a different, like, world, right? Because, um, the thing with Kagetsuchi is, Kagetsuchi is more of, like, an image, or, like, like, it's, it's hard to explain Kagetsuchi.
0: Yeah, I know. It's it's okay. The problem is Kage Sushi is running off Buddhism.
1: You know the problem is they slapped
0: in like several different religious ideas. That's SMT.
1: Awesome That's just awesome tea.
0: They slapped them together and it's like I appreciate how Indian deities are technically stronger than like most like deities from like most of like backgrounds. I appreciate that detail. Right? Yeah. Uh like I appreciate that like they, they acknowledge that these guys are basically universal bending like uh beings, right? Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, damn, why the fuck, why the fuck, uh, why the fuck is a why why the fuck is a man with a with a nine beating him?
1: <laughs> why the
0: fuck <laughs> is an anime boy stronger than this dude? I don't get it. it,
1: it it's because yo, he's a space marine. It's the it's space he marine.
0: Master Chief is stronger than Satan.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, it's just space marine. I, I mean, I've I've I haven't, i have i have not played Strange Journey, but apparently that game is a masterpiece but Sorry. apparently the second one is is bad.
0: That was the second one?
1: Oh uh, yeah, sp- um Strange Journey Autox. That's the bad one and apparently like Strange Journey the first one is considered like a cult classic. Yeah, it
0: is a cult classic. It was on the DS and it the the battle theme sounded like a final boss theme, to be honest.
1: Yeah. Wait, you played Strange Journey?
0: I played the demo of it. Like oh. the first dungeon I'm like, "Oh, this game's hard as fuck." <laughs> there's a remake for the 3ds though
1: probably autox i guess
0: oh no that's no that's that's not what it's, it's called redux oh redux yeah but uh, i think we should wrap it up here
1: yep.
0: oh so, <laughs> oh she's a burp there uh so today we just what we had a debate on whether coffee or tea was better oh i wish it
1: could,
0: you know like look i liked a nice coffee once in a while you know i like coffee here or there but like it has to be good coffee or else I it ain't worth a bathroom trip.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean I I don't really have that effect with coffee, but I do know it's a laxative. Um we talked about Yeah, it cleans me up scams. Song so say He cleans me up. <laughs> we talked about how OP a man with a gun is. Apparently Fuck. just fucks up everyone.
0: You don't mess with a man with the nine. <laughs> yeah. You know, we should talk about Warren's favorite SMT game, SMT9.
1: Oh, my God. We... <laughs> just, just... Why, though? I... So, I actually, actually did look into SMT9. SMT9... <laughs> you want to know something funny about SMT9? SMT9 sold well enough to make it into Japan's platinum like xbox games just to show how bad like the xbox sold in japan that smt9 was one of their best-selling games in japan for the xbox um but yeah i didn't know that smt9 so apparently the story with smt9 is like the quick thing just to wrap it up is that it was supposed to be made into two games a single player game and a, a multiplayer game and apparently they scrapped a multiplayer game which later turned into smt imagine which was um the MMO. So if you played if you played SMT, imagine you basically played a revamped version of SMT nine. So I have technically played SMT nine.
0: How does it feel? Do you feel like a king or do you feel like a uh, maniac? I feel like a
1: king. Who else do you know played SMT nine?
0: <laughs> do you feel proud of yourself or do you feel confused?
1: I feel I feel proud, honestly. I, I played I played a gem
0: play the gym i actually would like to play it if it wasn't uh insane
1: (laughs) dude when i looked at smt9 i'm like yo this looks like that like one korean digimon game i wanted to play as a kid but this looks fucking cursed
0: it is cursed. what do you mean we skipped we (laughs) skipped we we waited for we waited more than five years to get the fifth one and they've already been sitting on the ninth one for like over a decade crazy (laughs) crazy but that's enough
1: yep that's enough for today yeah that's enough (laughs) Wait, there's an actual gun called SMT nine.
0: Is that the gun the Marine uses? (laughs) No. (laughs) You know the fucking thing is his armor looks so dark. (sighs) But yeah. uh, I'm dipping out though.
1: All right man. See ya. We had
0: uh we had a
1: good good episode. All right. We'll well, see you tomorrow, man.